KDNHQ in beautiful, delicious South Pasadena, California. This is the Blue Heaven Podcast. And the buttons work. I just turned them on. That's why I bought myself more time. What is going on, Dodgers Nation? My name is Clint. You can find me and follow me in real life on Twitter and Instagram at RealFRG. Did you really delay so you could turn the button? Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize. nothing without his soundboard. This is a really good you know, track for that particular sentence. Guys, my name is Brooke. You can find me at BrookeMe3 on Twitter and Instagram. On today's show, uh, you know, we did 200 episodes. Yeah. And that's worth talking about for like three seconds. Um, yeah, that's about it. We've got to thank you for you guys because, you know, we wouldn't do 200 episodes if nobody watched us. Otherwise, we'd be most other podcasts. Oh, drop that's not it. A, that's not Ooh, a shot at yeah. anybody in particular. <laughs> drop it in heat. Uh, we also got to talk about the uh, Astro series. It was a lot of fun for a lot of different reasons, mostly not on the field, surprisingly. Not I know, surprisingly. Right? Yeah. Uh, the game, the game's, game's kind of boring, honestly. Games, <laughs> games weren't that fun to watch. Uh, I wasn't that into them, but a uh, lot of fun in the stands and off the field. We also have our classic Throwback Thursday with the one, the only vintage band that you want to stick. You're going to want to stick around for because some good stuff. Plus, we're previewing Giant, Giants, 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 Giants versus Dodgers two electric boogaloo at Dodger Stadium. Uh, before we get into the comments, before we do all the other stuff, we got to remind you this is a podcast. Please subscribe iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Pandora, everywhere your podcasts are available for free. We live there. Also, please do subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. Hit that notification bell. You'll be so thrilled you did. And you'll see more of uh, this guy because we got we got superstar of the world. <laughs> we got whoa, whoa. we got D-Mac in the house. What's what up, on? fellas? Hey. In skin flesh. You're like right there. This is it, man. From Zoom to the room back here at Blue Heaven <laughs> in, on location, man. It feels really good to be back. Nature has fully healed, guys. I miss these two guys. I haven't seen these two guys in over a year now. Yeah, pre-pandemic yeah. times. Yeah, so it's uh, it's pretty awesome, man. Things are really getting back to normal. Getting, I mean, I don't feel really until we're, everything's back to normal until we're back in first place. But as far as the baseball world goes, uh, it's really exciting, man. Yeah, this is where we know it's real. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, the guys over the weekend were like playing at full capacity. Feels like real baseball. This feels like real podcasting now. We, we're That's able what I'm to talk. I appreciate room. that, Brooke. We're able to talk to each other. We've been. Uh, exactly. We've had a lot of requests for Doug over the years, or over the weeks, over the days. Even mm-hmm. <laughs> we get a lot of requests for Gary too. Surprisingly, New shockingly, Doug. Gary, you're welcome. Uh, but good to have you back, man. Always good to see you in the flesh, guys. Don't forget. This is a live stream, and Doug can hear and read your comments should he choose to. So make sure you drop in. He can't read them, but yeah, we will read them to him. We'll read, yeah. Uh, make sure you drop in. Let us know where you're repping Dodgers Nation tonight. We want to talk to you guys, jumping into the comments a little bit. Uh, Steve over on uh, Facebook, first one I saw, so it's the first one that's here. He says, yo, and that's it. And the first one always gets a shout-out because why not, unless it's weird, because sometimes people are weird. Mike and over up, on Steve? YouTube says, Blue Heaven. That is us. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. Uh, it's not Blue Haven. <laughs> Shout out. Oh, good times. Uh, let's see. Bobby Jenkins says, if you're talking about that Dodgers versus Astro fan, yeah, consider trash taking out. That's, we'll get into more about that. And Doug, of course, did both. Uh, he did post-game shows for each game, so I'm sure you have a lot of the, uh, the interesting takes and some of your take, you know, fun comments you saw from those. So we'll get into those in a little bit. First, we got to find some more people. We got Noel or KN Al. Um Whatever, whatever you want it to be. Who's apparently going to watch Cody bat in uh, in El Paso? I guess that's where Triple A is today in El Paso, Texas. So you can see another Dodger homer in uh, in Texas right now, or something like that. 
Dodger Baseball with a Z on YouTube saying David Price getting the ball to start tonight. Isn't it weird to think to, to think it's weird that David Price is getting a start even though he's a starter for like you know 312 games in his career? Yeah, doesn't feel like he's a starter anymore. Definitely feels like he is a bullpen piece now, but uh, I don't think he could throw like five innings if they asked him to well, at this he's point. Build up to it. Well, they, allegedly, I mean, he's a veteran. He was throwing he was throwing innings. In spring training, yeah. we'll get more into the David Price thing in the bullpen games. I don't, I don't know how we all match up on the bullpen games. Um, so yeah, let's dive into it, boys. Well, first, actually, I wanted to, I wanted to take a, a quick little pause to to thank you guys for the love and all the other crap that came along with episode 200. We had some fun doing it. Uh, we didn't really know how it was going to turn out. Um, we wanted to go bigger. We wanted to do something, you know, maybe live type thing or whatever. But, you know, it's still coming out of a pandemic. Things are weird. And, uh, you know, I don't think we're ever, ever supposed to celebrate any of these uh, episodes because every time we've tried to, we've had a big milestone number, something has happened. So catch you at 300 where... Not not good things, by the way. <laughs> nothing yeah, good ever happens. Nothing good has ever happened. Yeah. But thank you guys for the love. We appreciate it. Let's dive into two in Houston. Dodgers split oh. that series. Um, Dodgers snapped an eight-game winning streak. So does that mean they're going to go shit again and lose 15 of 20? No, I think that's, uh, you know, they they did the same thing against the Marlins. They dropped that bullpen game on that Sunday when they probably should have. No, they definitely should have won the game. It's one of those things. But um, I don't know. What was your take on the series overall? Because there's a lot of hype going into it, obviously, for a lot of really good reasons. There's the full capacity there's the history between the two teams you have bauer scheduled to go one of the days it kind of had the makings of like a this is going to be a very fiery series and i it wasn't bad but like i didn't i wasn't really invested in it like it didn't feel good like it was just kind of like these are ball games you know how it goes you get are. those things where like overhyped it's like somebody overhypes a movie and you go you're like eh. yeah I, maybe i don't know what was uh, what was your feel I mean, I'm in agreement with you guys. I mean, I almost feel like Star Wars fans, they were anticipating Phantom <laughs> 1, I mean, Episode 1, Phantom Menace, and it kind of turned out to be a little disappointing. But I think the difference between last year was it was no fans in the stands, but it was also early on in the season. It was like yeah. the second week. It was that Tuesday right after the season had just opened up. But I was a little disappointed in yesterday's game. The bats were cold. It was the end of a road trip. Yeah. And you saw it. And mean, you want to have that happy flight. I'm, yeah. I want the happy flight. Exactly. I don't know. Uh, uh, to, to interrupt you. Go for it, man. The Kershaw game, I think it worked. I think it worked for everybody. You had yep. Kershaw. You had Granky. You had good starting pitching at the, at the start of it. And then you had the good guys blow it open. Yeah. You really wanted to see let's be real, you wanted to see more out of Trevor Bauer. I think I think he had ideas. I think he had grandiose plans. More more in the sense of not necessarily I mean he went, you know, two runs, six yeah, innings. Yeah. Not more in that sense, Maybe. more in the like fiery, let's yeah. get a let's let's get the blood boiling, let's get the tensions rising type of thing. And I think he you know, I'm sure he did. I'm sure he had yeah, a bunch he, of stuff he in mind. Absolutely but had plans. Thirty seven pitches into the first inning, I think he realized like it's not gonna be one of those days that's gonna be a struggle to survive and keep the team in the game. And credit to him for, you know, focusing in on that and getting that done. But yeah, was dude, really hoping to see him piss somebody off. Really hoping for that. Dude absolutely grinded it out, getting six the day before a uh, uh, damn bullpen game was was clutch for sure. But again, you you wanted to see Altuve not take him yard. Little yeah. little Altuve take him yard. It happened. It happens. You know, if that's if that's a like a god awful terrible outing. You know, if Bauer didn't get us a jumbo jack for once this season or whatever. And still went six and only gave up two. That's solid. You wanted more out of that series. You hope you take that game too. But 
All told, yeah, it still, with all the pomp and circumstance and yada yada, felt like a flat series. And, and what was the response like in the comments? And I know Tuesday was also rough for you because the Laker game was still going on. So I don't know what post game was exactly like that. I mean, Tuesday, it was interesting because you really felt really good about Clayton Kershaw's outing, especially considering it was the first time pitching at Minute Maid Park since the, that dreaded Game 5, mm-hmm. and it was the first time he recorded out in the 8th inning since 2018, and he was really brilliant. So I'm wanting to glorify Clayton Kershaw's outing, but everyone still wanted to talk about what happened in 2017. I was asking people on a scale of 1 to 10, how upset are you still about the Astro science ceiling scandal? I didn't see one person that had less than a 10. In fact, I think yeah. my favorite response was, the guy said, hey, D-Mac, how, what am I at a 1, a one to 10 scale? I'm at a 2017. And <laughs> you had a lot of guys like that they were just extremely upset and I was with them because bottom line is I mean we're not going to rehash the Astro science thing scandal but when it comes to the series itself I'm with you too it did feel like Trevor Bauer had something in store maybe he was a little too amped up in yeah. that first inning he didn't have the feel for any of his breaking stuff but bottom line is yeah like you just said he grinded out six innings gave the Dodgers mm-hmm. a chance to win but I mean hopefully he'll get his chance again at Dodger Stadium and uh He'll find he was going to do something, some type of trolling thing. I mean, but like I said, it, to me, I don't think anyone would have really wanted him to troll unless he's dominating yeah, or if it's yeah. a big punch out or something. I, I think it's funny how not a lot of people are talking about Dennis Santana hitting Gurriel. I thought that we were going to wake up and see murals <laughs> of Dennis Santana all over Los Angeles. I mean, where's the Dennis Santana yeah. shirts? But no, I, but I think Nate Jones killed that any of those murals. Yeah, okay. Uh, chances of a mural that, <laughs> yeah. that the inning before. To back up for a second, because you know we saw a lot of uh, of trash takes uh, on both sides. To be honest, I mean, Dodger Dodger fans gave a, a fair amount of trash takes, mo- much, much, much more so on the Houston fan side of thing. Which of we all know, we're just talking about mostly social media here, and the worst of the worst of us are on Twitter. That's just how it goes. If you're active on Twitter, you're probably a bad person. Hey, yo, for the, oh, the majority, you know, with all due respect. So. Periscope users. <laughs> <laughs> so you see a lot of uh, you know the bad comments or the bad takes and and um, a, a lot of the uh, you know it, it happened just get over a crowd and all that which is just BS. But you know before we dive into that too much, I do not want to gloss over the Kershaw start because Kersh came, he saw, he kicked some ass, and it was fun. That was a great damn game, and uh, he. I don't know. He he really wanted to avoid the idea of exercising demons, but let's be real, he did. And and I would imagine you have a happier Clayton now. You have, sorry, happier Tony Crenshaw. He's a World Series respect. winner, and he proved team. that he can go in there to, to Houston and crush him. One of the best hitting teams in baseball. It can crush him when they're not cheating on his ass. Yeah, it's really enjoyable to watch. Uh, I mean the. It's 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 one of those things with Clayton Kershaw. You, you never really know what you're going to get out of him from start to start, yeah. and it's just one of those situations. I mean, he had such a good start to the year, and then goes through periods where he gives up a bunch of bombs. It doesn't necessarily give up a bunch of runs or anything like that, but gets maybe three, four home runs hit off of him in a game. So you just never know how he's going to respond. I I mean, in Houston, in that tiny little crackerjack ass box of a park. <laughs> Like it just does not match up well for him. So going into that into that game, I was like, man, there's just a lot of things that don't line up well. I think the Astros over the last couple of games before that were averaging like six or seven runs a game or something ridiculous like that. Didn't look good. Uh, they have hit much better off of left-handed pitching all year, and so I was expecting much worse. 
But the fact that he just gave up the one bomb that is tech- yeah. no other stadium, by the way, no I'm other not. stadium in all of MLB. It's not gone anywhere else. And there was actually two or three home runs hit like that this series, which it's is just, kind of funny. The, the ones like like Puig thought in 2017, right. he, they were going to be just the one Puig advantage. hit with one, home, one, one hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like that barely makes I'm like, it dude, over. It is a, it's a weak fly ball. out. I thought everything's kind of corn to left field. Something everything's supposed to be bigger in Texas. What is that little? <laughs> what is this a baseball stadium for ants? Gosh, dude. I mean, they they made it to scale for Jose Altuve, so I guess it kind of makes sense. Nice. They built it around him. It adds up. I understand it. They had to take the hill out yeah. because it was too hard for them. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I, I'm with you too. It's like I call it the Polly Pocket Stadium, and it almost looks like when you're building a stadium, they make that really deep detailed replica of what the stadium is. They just use that replica yeah. as the actual stadium itself. But yeah, going back to the Kershaw outing, yeah, I mean, it's not like he had amazing swing and miss stuff, no. but he did have more swing and miss than he did in that game five. And we know back in 2017, it's only a few years removed. He was that nastier back yeah. then. And to me, it just really, it was. You know, I don't want to say it vanquished Clayton Kershaw because at the end of the day, it is a regular season win against in May. A, in, in May. And again, and you've had your years removed at this point, but I think Clayton Kershaw, he means you're already going to hold his head up high mm-hmm. with the career he's had. Like that's why last year, I'm telling you, in the ALCS, I kind of felt weird because I don't want to say I was rooting for the trash risks yeah. at that point, yeah. but I mean oh, that would have been just poetic to see Clayton Kershaw have a game like he did against Tampa Bay, mm-hmm. uh, against the Houston Trastris, and end up winning that series. But uh, all in all, it was nice to see him go out there and just win and have a good outing because we need him to have a good year. I mean, May's gone down, and you know when he has that slider, he's going to give you quality outings. Yeah. And he was, he, he was I like I the way he was using his curveball early in the outing too, getting a lot of ground ball outs at big spots. So I think he ended up with like six punch outs, six or six punch outs. But yeah, it was just really nice to see him go out there and have success in Houston, in Texas, where he's born, yeah, against that exactly. uh, against that team it feel it feel i feel good i feel good feel damn good to watch kershaw i feel felt good i mean i, I really wish they would have not split the series obviously yeah. um yeah it does it is always weird when you split a series and lose the last game i'll say that yeah it is it is kind of like well, which oh, one would you have wanted to uh, lose there i would much rather have had kershaw win the game okay like no matter what yeah. i mean regardless of what we're doing i would much rather uh, have kershaw walk away with the win in that one I you think you talk more. you talk about the the series Doug coming up in in L A. Uh, good luck getting tickets, by the way, oh, because yeah. uh, they went on sale at four o'clock an hour ago, and they were. Whew, yeah. I mean, top deck one forty. Are you kidding me? And that's straight from the Dodgers. Yeah. So secondary market, she gonna be up there. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at ticket resale, but uh, I'm I'm not I'm not dipping my toes in that water. I don't got that kind of money. I'm gonna have to mortgage a house or something. I don't I don't I don't own a house. So I have to mortgage. Do you have any house, of that Doge so. coin? No, I lost a, I lost some money. Let's not talk about it. This is our subject. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the fans. Back to um, the the series a little bit. Looking at the other side, the other narrative that came out of it: Dodger fans showed out at Dodger uh, at Dodger Stadium East East, as I like to call it, uh, this past week, or yeah. or Polly Pocket Park there in in uh, in Houston. Whole bunch of fans. Uh, a few fights, as one would expect. <laughs> uh, from from what we're seeing and hearing is. Uh, she started it, but you know, whatever. We're not going to dig into the fights. We're not going to glorify. We're uh, not. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I like fights. I mean, let, uh, 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 the the guy in blue looked like he barely had a dent on him, and the other guy looked like he just went a, a few yeah. rounds with Tyson in like 1997. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Ty- Tyler Co over here on YouTube. He's he's uh, one of the hosts on uh, hosts on the Benches Cleared podcast. There's the guys oh, that right do on. the Dodgers Giants yeah. stuff. He said at least we know Astros fans can't throw hands, and uh, yeah, it took two guys to lose to one guy. <laughs> well, then we see one of the the. Some tweet was somebody was talking about like you won't you won't catch a uh, you know right hook here in Texas you'll catch a slug full of lead and I was, I was like, like oh wow guns in Texas like he caught a right hook <laughs> man I don't know what happened there I would like to see that Dodger fan fight the Padre fan that knocked out that the would be dope put in the octagon <laughs> yeah put them together yes that's Showtime yes. baby get me pay per view ladies and gentlemen we're getting we're getting Dana White on the phone right now are you ready to rumble hey hey if if what's that guy Logan Paul can pretend he's a boxer or fighter dude or whatever you know just just let it happen give the people what they want instead of have uh instead of having bum fights you got uh brooklyn bum fights yeah much better does that work much better yeah yeah yeah. hold that together hey hey somebody somebody hype tweet that (laughs) um i think that's me but yeah dodger fans showed out they had some problems with security it seems they did and they did. I know. I know you saw some of the stuff, Doug, online. But I know you got some direct quotes from from people, mm-hmm. or at least talked to some of them. You wanna, mm-hmm. you wanna give us some of that? Go give us your take on that real quick. Go ahead. Uh, before the game on Tuesday, we saw a couple people tweeting about you know if you have a sign that says cheaters or alludes to cheating or anything like that or is any. I mean, I get the profanity part of it. If you have profanity on a sign, they can't put it on camera. So sure, why not make them throw it away? But Astros security was apparently extra tough on Dodgers fans coming in with signs that say anything about cheating or anything like that. Some people had to sneak them in. I don't know how they did that. Keister. Yep, Keister a poster. I get that. Um, one girl that I know was not let into the stadium because she was wearing a nice swing bitches shirt. Um, not ours, which is really rude. Not ours, but that's okay. I understand that. But I don't think that the I don't think the Astros are built for this. You know, no, I, I hear absolutely. from fan, I hear from a lot of Houston fans that they can take this sort of thing that they that they love it that they they <laughs> feast on it. And yet, you come into a stadium and you're going to have your Charmin soft security guards not let you in. Hmm, seems a little bit interesting to me. Really interesting the way that they've handled it so far. How do you think? Uh, how do you think the the series in LA is going to be? Oh my God! I think the league is probably going to step in <laughs> when it comes to LA. I think the <laughs> league will probably dictate to the Dodgers what is and is not allowed in because it's definitely going to be you know ESPN broadcast situation, national television. It always is. Um, I think the league is probably going to step in and be the security for this series <laughs> because they almost have to. I mean, you know what's funny though is for. Tuesday's game, it was 40% Dodgers fans is what yeah. they estimate it to be. There is no way in hell that it's going to be 40% Astros fans when it comes to L.A. And yeah, that's the funny thing to me. They absolutely do not travel. I mean, have you seen how big Texas is? Texas is it's hard enough to get across Texas. <laughs> it's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I hope you do get, end up getting some tickets so you could resale them. I'm, I'm, I might go. <laughs> <laughs> comments are having some fun here. Let's dig into the comments. Zed, our boy Zed James saying, Brooke is overdue to throw hands. It is true. Yeah, man. Uh, I will say that I I would not have fought like that Dodger fan. I I'm not that guy for sure. Uh, you got to go defend all the ugly. That's Dodger me fans. against Josh Reddick and Justin Verlander at the same time. That's that's what that fight was. Yeah, well, let's go. I, I don't know who the pregnant lady was in that fight, but she was yeah. there. I'm not. I'm I'm seriously not a big fan of. Uh, I don't get the the idea that you can get so riled up at a fan at a game that you need to just like. Throw hands with somebody. How, how? What is wrong with people? Just you know, just insult their moms. That's it's an easy, easy alternative. Don't fight unless you want to. Oh yeah, well your mom <laughs> just just wailing on it. Anyway, more of the more of the comments here. Um, 
Uh, Enrique says, uh, boo to the league protecting the Astros. Uh, Anthony Keene says, Kobe, Kobe Gift, soft. Soft. Big time. Big time soft. Uh, AJ, our boy AJ on the guitar says, they did not Astros and chill. And hey, 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 don't, don't make us uh, switch our fandom, all right? Because <laughs> you guys see. You see. Uh, anyway, uh, Zed's also giving us some love because he's happy to see the, uh, I guess we're the, the ace of the rotation here. We need to get Eric in now. You know, get you, the new guy in and you low. Him. You low. You low. Yep. Yeah. Happy birthday to Eric's girlfriend, by the way. Because he was out yesterday. Oh, nice. It's not, it's not, not, not anything creepy. I promise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's like word to your mother. Happy birthday to your girlfriend. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Dodgers and the Giants are facing off again because they really messed up on the schedule. Schedule's this year. Schedule's really great. weird. I don't like Beautiful. playing a team seven times in a week and a quarter or whatever the hell it is, but. Dodgers, Giants, again, San Francisco comes to L.A. It's another bullpen game for Los Doyers. Um, I, people seem to be really upset about the bullpen games. Um, yeah, I think that kind of is what happens when you only have four starting pitchers. Yeah. It's kind of a surprise to me at this point. I, I, I mean, I guess you don't really have too many options, right? That's the realistic place that we're at right now. But it is a little bit of surprise me that they've gone with four starters this long. And Dave Roberts from the beginning is like, we're going to wait for Tony Gonsolin to be ready. And a lot of people were like, oh, okay. so he's almost ready. And he's nope. like, nope. Like a he's month away. Get, he is still two more starts, two more rehab starts from now away from being ready. And that doesn't mean like after his next rehab start, he's good to go that day. He's got to still wait a couple more days after that. So we're at a weird spot, but it's okay. Not a big deal. Um People are not a fan of bullpen games, and I understand why. For a lot of different reasons. I, I in particular, am really not a fan of starting a four-game series with a bullpen game. Yeah. That really puts you in a tough spot if you guys shoot yourself in the foot at any point during this series. God forbid, you know, Bueller has to come out with a blister issue or something <laughs> like that. You're really in trouble. If you throw... You know, last time they threw David Price out for a, a start in the bullpen games, uh, yeah. game, I think it was they used the total of seven pitchers, mm-hmm. which is probably about what they're going to end up using tonight. That makes it tough. Makes it real tough, man. Yeah. If you have um, – because who's going game two? It's going to be uh, Walker. And Walker, you kind of you kind of feel a little like he might be due for a clunker. So if it happens in this series, you're really uh, you're really hamstrung, and there's not a whole lot at the minor league level that you could rely on to help you. And in today's game, which if you're listening to the podcast Friday, so you already know what happened, but um, you got maybe well, Dave said Price is going to go through the lineup th- or once once. So hopefully, if he if he if he shoves, he gets to get a plate appearance because he really wants to hit. <laughs> but. Um, 
I mean, just just keep letting him go. I would honestly, at this point, have have begun the process of building up David Price because it seems like you're going to need that sixth starter anyway, and it's not going to be Jimmy Nelson because he can't last two innings and keep his forearm together. You know, and that might be what they're doing right now, kind of low key, but maybe not. Um, we just we had we talked with Dave Roberts, not we we in the communist sense talked with Dave Roberts before this, and it was like a hey, we kind of like him where he's at right now. We like him in the one time through the order, uh, long inning type of guy. We it sounds like they're not going towards that, but I mean, if you're giving him one time to- through the order today, that means you're pretty willing to commit to three innings if it gets to that point maybe even more if he's shoving and he feels good and being efficient with his pitch count so mm-hmm. you kind of low-key kind of building towards a starter role just in case but you're really putting a, a, a lot of money on tony gonsolin being 100 percent ready to yeah. go by the time he gets here so and and if you don't have price uh you know building up you got no ju- backups you have no backups all yeah. of a sudden that glorified depth we had in spring training where there was eight people you know eight starters for five spots d may's gone so that's a big problem right away. JoJo's hurt because Gray would have got uh, that the, a few spot starts at least it seems according to Dave, but he has he's suffering through shoulder impingement. He might not be you know uh, an option for a good little while. So you need to have that other guy, and you can't really like you can't do what you've done in the past. You know, T- Tony's not a minor leaguer anymore. He's got to get back up here at the big league level. So. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you look outside? Do you, would you look outside the organization at, at a body? Honestly, I wouldn't at, at this point. I don't. I'm not a fan of the bullpen games. Obviously, yeah, it's all because due to necessity because of uh, the injuries and just the lack of depth that right now. Because injuries in the bullpen, er, injuries with the starting rotation, and it's unfortunate. But at some point too, you got to see what you have with these guys. And if guys can come out there and you need and and start to execute, and I think David Price is a guy that the more they throw him out there, the more comfortable he is. And look, I mean, Edwin, you said a. He was okay when he when he was the bullpen guy against the Marlins before he gave that home run to Duvall. So yeah. I mean, then it comes out there too. If his changeup is not, if he's not uh, having success with his changeup, he really starts to struggle. So really, what it comes down to is, look, this is just temporary. It's like putting a bandaid on a bullet hole. Really, when you have these <laughs> these type of bullpen games, when you know that ideally this is a team that had six legitimate starters yeah. before Tony Gonson and Dustin May suffered injuries early on in the year. So look, I mean, the Dodgers. This was not a part. Of the plan, of course, but you just kind of have to do it. You just kind of have to work through this and hope that this Dodgers offense can pick up the bullpen and start to score some runs. You got mm-hmm. Woody going today. I mean, Gosman has had success against the Dodgers. You know, yeah. Di Scalfani, he was pitching out of his mind before the Dodgers roughed him up. I'm confident that this offense will realize that, look, we just got to get to Gonson. Like you said, they are they are putting there's so much confidence in Tony Gonson, and I'm confident in him as well, but yeah. he needs to work out, man. He really definitely needs to come in yeah. and just slide into that fifth starters role and dominate and uh, not even just dominate just uh, just go out there and give you a solid five six yeah. innings and that's Take all we really the need ball every yeah. fifth day and give you you know it almost like the role he had in in the postseason which is you're going to open you might get three yeah. innings hopefully four innings or whatever but you're not expected for six or seven you know if you can get that guy which right now they really should be building David Price up for that. Maybe they have the sort of piggyback thing where every every fifth day, just for now, it's Price building up more and more as the opener, but he still stretches out a little bit. It doesn't mean he can't you know, throw in relief or whatever down, down the stretch, or if they decide to put him in the bullpen or back in the rotation later on as he's built up. But if you have him stretched out and Tony comes back, Tony's not going to come back at you know 100 pitches yet. So you have... 
that that piggyback game sort of thing. You even have them kind of switching out and and uh, and who one of them starts one week or you know every fifth day the other one. But you need you need a little bit more depth in the uh, the rotation because Kershaw has a history of injury. Yep. Julio has never thrown more than like 140 innings in a season, and he hasn't done that in a long time. Yep. Walker never eclipsed the 200 inning mark, I think, or he did once, or he really wants to. He shouldn't. I don't know, man. I, I would like to see. I, I I agree. I don't want to go out of the organization. I don't know how you feel about out of the organization, but I think you need to find a way to to utilize. David Price yeah. and Tony Gonsolin a little bit better. I think they do go outside the organization. That's my something <gasps> that I'm sticking to because I think that uh, Andrew Friedman's just not the kind of guy to roll his dice on something this big, especially at this point in the season. You're going four guys right now in the starting rotation. That means that every fifth day, presumably, you're going at least one, maybe two bullpen games a week that the mm-hmm. rate that they're going at. And I mean, if you're if you're just putting all your money on Tony Gonsolin being right and being 100% ready to go. And not only that, everybody else in the rotation being 100% ready to go for the remainder of the year. That's just not going to happen. And there's no one in I mean, after Gonsolin's here, there's no one in between where it's like, oh, we just need somebody else to get healthier again. It's just Josiah Gray, maybe, but even then you don't know where he's at. You don't know what role he's going to fill this year. It doesn't sound like they're going to go to him, um, especially if he is as injured as he is. That's why I think they go outside the organization. I think there's a lot of names early on in the season that you could be looking at. So you heard I think it, that they're here first. Uh, Brooke Smith, uh, Dodgers getting Max Scherzer. <laughs> yeah, Predicts. Dodgers are getting Max Scherzer. Bold Let's go! It's a, it's a guarantee <laughs> no, at this late. point. But I mean, yeah, I mean, you got Nationals last place in the East. I mean, you got the. I think the biggest name for us is the Twins. I think that's something. Yeah. That somebody that the Dodgers match up <laughs> with well. I think that's a team that's drastically underperforming. Um, playing in a division with like you know the white Sox are good and we'll give that to them um the indians are not supposed to be as good as they are and so that's kind of a struggle but i mean you look at a guy like michael pineda who's on a two-year deal in the final year of his contract and is pitching out of his mind <laughs> pitching much better than he actually is right now mm-hmm. uh that's that's a guy who can eat up number one eat up a ton of innings for you but number two also pitch very efficiently in the fifth spot and that's something that you really got to look for right now is somebody who can eat up a bunch of innings you don't necessarily need a guy who's going to hold them to one run per every you know yeah. seven innings pitch or something like that you're not looking for that kind of candidate you're looking for a guy who's going to be like hey i'm going to come in and i'm going to pitch seven innings six seven innings every time i come out i'm going to make sure that you can fill that gap in the fifth spot in the rotation i'm going to make sure that if you need to go to a six-man rotation I can be that guy because right now you're at a place where you are really, really burning out a bullpen in May. And you need those guys ready and fresh yeah. and ready to go in October. And yeah, October, by that time, when that time rolls around, we're going to get a couple of reinforcements. You know, mm-hmm. you hope you have Knable ready to go. You hope. And that's the thing. There's just so much riding on, well, I hope this works out. Yeah. And that's why I think they go outside the organization. That's why I think they get a fifth starter. That's why I think they get somebody who can log a pretty decent amount of innings. And they just kind of burn them out throughout the course of the year. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, this is one of those situations where usually – little Andy F finds a way to find that guy that veteran dude to kind of not anchor but at least be a jag just a guy in the triple a rotation um and and we've had success with it in the past somebody that could come up and give you three or four innings this might not be uh the year we see that happen I think there's just too many um I don't know if, the, if if other teams feel there are enough jobs out there or enough uh, opportunity with the Dodgers. Like I was surprised to see Nate Jones come here, but they yep. they sold him an opportunity. I, I'm seeing uh, I've seen a couple of times, or maybe the same person mentioned a few times. Uh, uh, not Felix Hernandez because nobody ever wants him. Uh, 
Cole ha- Cole Hamels sermon saying Cole Hamels is a guy who's out there. He's still alive. Yeah. I don't know if uh, he's a dude who would take a AAA assignment, though, given his storied career. Probably not. Not storied, but at least he's had a know, career. He's, he's had a career. He's been successful <laughs> for a long time. Bartolo. Yeah, bring back Bart. Bring back Bart. Let's go. Hey, bring Bartolo, back we just sexy. need you to eat up like 15 He's like, starts. eat him in. <laughs> he said, count me in. Let's go. Let's get it done. Uh, yeah, but with JoJo Gray, like you said, you don't know what you're going to get out of him, and maybe you know at some point you start getting healthier. Bruce Dar comes back, or, or Scott Alexander, whoever. You can have Edwin who set that down and stretching out a little bit more. But it, it's they're, they're just kind of gliding by right now, and it is a concern. It's definitely a concern. That's what we need. Um, we we need GM Doug to be out there combing the the free agent market and finding the best dude available. For just for AAA, I mean, though. Yeah, that's the thing. Like like you mentioned, uh, some guy who's going to buy into that role, I think that that might be tough. But what, I, what we do know from Andrew Friedman this year is he's just adapting to whatever he needs. He's addressing needs as they come in. The signing of Pujols, to me, was a, kind of a big shocker that he was just yeah. willing to just go out there, get a righty bat, guy that can come in, be a nice locker room, clubhouse presence, and um, provide a little spark. So I wouldn't put it past Friedman. I think that if he want, does want to start, he might want to go big and maybe dangle one of our big Big, uh, you know, trade chips. I mean, you saw Cartai yesterday. My friend was at the Quakes game. Yeah. I think he had like 15 hits or something. Um, and I mean, <laughs> where does that put Caber Ruiz? You know, I mean, right, yeah. I think if I'm the Dodgers, I'm trying to stack these World Series rings. And look, like you mentioned, Clayton Kershaw, keeping him healthy, keeping him fresh. We saw how successful this team was in the postseason last year because they were so healthy and they were so fresh in the postseason. And you know that Bauer is going to be a workhorse, like what I've seen from Bueller lately. And then I really hope that Tony Gonson comes in and pitches like he did yeah. last year in the regular season. Not like the postseason, but like the regular season. And I, I still very high on, on Tony Gonson. And I think that they bring in a guy. I think the one thing I think is important for Tony Gonson is to come in and know he's that fifth starter and know that that's his job. And just and see how he does. See how he performs. If yeah. he's effective in that role. And then maybe you consider adding some bullpen pieces. You mentioned the Twins. You're going to have a lot of sellers. Yeah. In the next few months, and uh, I think the Dodgers would will consider some moves for, as far as relievers go. But I mean, hey, if you can add a starter, a big starter, I mean, we know that's what wins, and and you can just add even more depth in that bullpen when and everyone gets healthy. So yeah, yeah this is uh, this is the first time they've been hurting without having that Ross Stripling uh, type of guy yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. I was just gonna say maybe they, maybe Andy is just waiting for Ross Stripling to get pushed out of that uh, that Blue Jays rotation, which uh, seems like a possibility. I think he just had a gym uh, not too recently. Bring Ross's yeah. buns back to Clayton Kershaw. There's a hashtag. There's a hashtag too many words. You. I'm down with Ross coming back. We love Ross around here. He's a no nice. He's a nice. He'll eat point. up some innings for you. Hey. That's for sure. Paul Paul on uh, YouTube even says I get Ross Stripling and Kenta made it back. Who I think made. I think is, Kenta's injured. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. And yeah. he hasn't been as good as he was last year, but that's still. And and yeah, those are the type of guys who who had who were very successful in that swing role, uh, even if somebody like Kenta didn't like it, and you know Ross didn't really like it, but he just weathered it because he's a nice dude. But um, yeah, you know, Doug, you mentioned maybe Jared Weaver. <laughs> uh, he's still out there. He he probably throws as hard as he did when he was playing because <laughs> yeah, and doesn't max, take that much max effort. Doug, you mentioned. Cartaya, you mentioned Kiebert. That's the those are the two names that you can keep in mind and and really realize that the Dodgers are in a, an incredibly enviable position where if they do need somebody, they could probably go out and get just about any 
quality arm uh, on the market. Somebody that, I mean, you, they don't need anybody beyond the top four. That's what's tough. Yeah. They finally have that top four set with the addition of Bauer. Right. Because Julio, is, he's starting. He's finally starting in, in the postseason. Yeah. Which sucks for him, to be honest, because he's going to be underutilizing that, that fourth spot. But that's yeah, just the way no. the ball bounces. Yeah. I mean, you. I mean, last year he had so much success in the bullpen, Julio Urias, and people were talking about, oh, should he be a bullpen piece? I said that Urias, he's a starter. Yep. That's what he does. That's why when I saw that fight yesterday, I was like, oh, maybe that Astros fan said move Urias to the bullpen or something, and that's what triggered that little uh, little fisticuffs action there or something like that. But, look, I mean, when it comes down to it, it's a tough spot. But they just have to weather the storm right now. Hopefully the, the offense continues to put up runs. And, look, I mean, you, you want to continue to develop these bullpen pieces as well, some of these younger guys, and get healthy. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. I mean, just so many injuries early on. Bullpen, starting pitching, the dust to me was a massive blow. And you're just seeing it start to trickle down throughout yeah. every position group in the team. But I'm not, I'm not too concerned. I'm not overly concerned about – I mean, it's not fun to watch these bullpen games, especially when they're not winning these bullpen games, obviously. Yeah. And you got guys out there. You give more decisions to Dave Roberts, uh, which some people I know aren't a fan of. Um, but bottom line is when there's a plan in place, you go out there and you see what they can bring. And you hope that later this year, later in their careers, that these opportunities will pay dividends as they as they get these tough spots. So, uh, Mrs. F, or, or do you have something? Oh, uh, Mitch White was just recalled, and Santana was optioned. That's oh, it. that's all. Oh, I yeah, have Mitch to White. Add if you stretch out Mitch White, uh, yeah. Mrs. FRG in the stream here. So this is bring back bring back number fifty five. And honestly, I don't know if she means Bulldog or or <laughs> Russell Martin. Russell Martin's not a starter. Ma'am, okay? Bullpen He's piece. a closer. Yeah. You get that shit right. But the scene 55, I immediately thought of Bulldog, and then you mentioned uh, Jared Weaver, or you mentioned in, 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 uh, him, his lightning arm right now. Who do you think right now throws harder, Jared Weaver or Bulldog? Bulldog. 100% <laughs> Bulldog. 1,000% Bulldog. Krajewski, we need you to confirm these numbers, all right? Uh, get, get a gun on bulldog not in a non-threatening manner and let us know how fast that that fastball is at uh, 61 years old i could take Derek, jared weaver deep right now no problem <laughs> i'm a terrible hitter and i could take jared weaver deep but we got all those bats so i, I, I have faith in you yeah um anyways looking deeper into this series David Price goes today, like we've already mentioned, he's going against Alex Wood, old friend who the Dodgers handed his first loss to of the season last week. Walker Bueller versus Anthony Descafani, another quality matchup, fun matchup of, of some two, two dudes that can absolutely shove. Julio goes on uh, on Saturday against the returning from the IL Logan Webb, who's had a serviceable season for a, a giant bowl or a giant rotation that has, for most of the season, been the best rotation in baseball. Uh, and then... The matinee Sunday, I get to see because I'll be at the ball game. I'll be at the ball game on Sunday. Clayton Kershaw against Kevin Gausman, who for some reason is good now. I think that's the best matchup of the entire series. There's not. There's not a lot of. I really like watching Julio Bueller. Disclafani is a good matchup. That is great. That's a good Friday. You're going to be there, right? Yeah, I'll be there at that one. I really hope they just shell Disclafani again. Just shell him, dude. What's uh, what's the uh, what's the series predictions? How many? I got it right last time. You got it sweep. right last time. You said sweep. I'm going to go three or four this time. Oh, what about you? What do you got? Um, I'm going to go three out of four as well. I think they lose to. I think they lose on Kershaw Day. To be honest with you, I think it's going to be a split. I feel a split. I don't feel know who's going to lose, but I think uh, I think things are. Uh, you know, we're going to get Cody back this weekend. Cody's due back on Saturday. <sighs> Cody's back, and I think there's that might be a game we end up losing. 
Not because makes, of Cody. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, Cody's supposed to be back on Saturday. And whatever good it, things happen, it, bad things happen. You, you could get Zach back on on uh, Sunday, but yeah, the Dodgers just find a way to do that. They find a way to exactly like you said. Good things happen, bad things got to happen. That's just the way it goes here in Blue Heaven. I mean, I, I could definitely see that too. I mean, I, this is such a massive series, really, for San Francisco. Heading into last week's action, they had won five straight, sitting in first place. They're saying, oh, we got Crawford, Belt, all these guys playing so well. The starting rotation, best in baseball. And then you get swept by this Dodger team that wasn't even at 100%. You follow that up by losing three or four. Maybe you start to see a fire sale. Maybe you start to see that start to creep back. Those conversations start to creep back up. And are they going to be as competitive? Because we've had our bullpen issues, and so have they. So, I mean, look, I think it's a really big series. It's a bigger series for them than it is for the Dodgers. They need to come out here and prove that they are, to themselves, really, that they're a contender in the NOS because they also have the Padres to deal with. And I think if they go down easily and they get dominated, yeah. I think that really changes the complexion of their season into what direction they're going to go. But Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's a big series for, for both you know, San Francisco and L.A., but the Dodgers always find a way. Even if they happen yeah. to get swept, they'll still be right there. That's just what they do. Uh, but, yeah, Padres are really effing good right now, uh, even though they lost today. So th- I-, I agree with you on, on the Giants part. This is probably a little bit, a lot of it more important of a series for them than it is for the Dodgers. But it's important for everybody yeah. and um, and the friends we made along the way. Moving on. It's time to do a giveaway thing. I'm going to do, uh, I'm gonna do. I guess, I'm going to do the single cam, right? Not that one. This is the one. Wrong button. There's too many buttons. I have one extra button to worry about this week. Guys, it's time for Throwback Thursday with Vintage Brand. You should come up with something Throwback Thursday because we forgot to do this again before the show. We're, we're really bad if it's not on the script already. We don't do this very often. So come up with a question. Or, Doug, if you have something you want us to do. If you want to do like we did with Gail last week and make up a, a player and we have to guess it. We can do that. Whatever. I don't really care. Y'all figure it out. But our friends at Vintage Brand are here to keep you all swagged up for the 2021 championship season. They have over 10,000 unique logos of your favorite professional sports teams. Uh, There's also collegiate teams, a whole bunch of cool stuff. And there's a gift there for every sports fan from Dodger shirts. You have sweatshirts. You have drinkware. You have posters. Of course, you guys have seen us with the drinkware. And, and, um koozies and things uh, in over the past few years but you can relive your dodger championship uh teams of the past and you always got to pay some homage to the past so sign up at vintage brand today and receive 40 percent off your first purchase visit vintagebrand.com slash site slash subscribe if you go and click there and give them your email we keep like it keeps us alive, so that get, that that's beer money for us. If you guys go give them your email, we'd appreciate that. But we are teaming up to give away the combo pack that we showed on our stream from Monday. So Brooklyn, uh, go ahead and hold those up. Oh, I guess you're trying to find things. So we're giving that away. There's a couple of nice koozies, and I broke something. And uh, good, and a sweater. There's a nice Dodgers. We're number one sweater. They have uh, they have big boy sizes and little boy sizes and some kid huh? sizes and all that kind of stuff. So we'll give those away. What do you got? I don't know. Let's, let's do, we're coming up with a question here. And I promise this is the last time we mess this up. It's definitely not the last it's time not, we mess this up. We're going to mess this up every single day. Oh, do you think a trivia week. question? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, or something throwback. So, okay. Who are the uh, who in two, who are the in 2018? Who are the four pitchers 
that um, that combined for the no hitter in Beautiful. 2018. In 2018. Who's the first one to get it? Okay. Drop it into the chat right now. The four pitchers that combined for the no hitter in Mexico, by the way. Yeah. That was in so the we're Monterey. not guessing. This is for the fans. Whoever gets this right first. Guillermo gets, Moda. Get, yeah. <laughs> Eric Gagne started the game. Um, Yancy Brazabon closed it. There we go. <laughs> Are we, are we waiting for the answer? Is that I don't know. We're just saying the first one. To, uh, the, we're waiting for the comments, right? Yeah, yeah. We're waiting yeah. for the comments. I have to catch up a little bit, but that's a good one, man. Look at that pulling something out of his ass. That's oh, why you're a pro. Okay. I hey, remember. Man. I remember the second person. I couldn't remember the second person. I, I remember now. I'm gonna just say it. Who was the fifth person? Uh, your mom. <laughs> got him. <laughs> ah, we're throwing hands right now. Who's got it? Who's got it? Come on. Come on. Noah says these streams are elevated when Doug checks in. Oh, yeah, of course. What up? What up? Brings it up a notch. I think Ray you know, just got it. different energy. Ray just got it. Yeah, right away. Congratulations, Ray. With the question mark. There you go. Wait, just, was it in that order? Uh, does it have to be in order? No, it's just uh, have fun with that. That was not in order. Uh, yeah, it's not in order, right? No. Yeah, Libertor came in later. <gasps> you said a name. The <laughs> Zed wins. He says the answer is people. The answer oh. is the friends we made along the way. I don't I don't agree I with mean, that. So far, he's most accurate. But didn't Ray just like win something? Yeah. Should we give another one to Ray? It feels racist. <laughs> to give, keep giving him to Ray. <laughs> Is he? He's all. He's the guy. Ray. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Jav Hav Monkey says, "I hate." Thank you. Uh, Zed says, "Give me prize now." Yes. Uh, you want to go to the second person since Ray just wins everything all the time. Yeah, we'll send we'll send Ray stickers or we'll something like that. Ray I always say I, I, I texted Ray like five minutes ago. I'm like, hey man, this is, be this. <laughs> this is the thing. I don't even <laughs> get ready. Uh, you got to Google who, this now. Who who got it? Who got it in order? Is it a sailed loan or did? Well, that's I don't know what Buker is. <laughs> Buker. <laughs> the thought process. What was, what was, was there. the order? There's Bueller, Singrani, Libertor, Garcia. I thought Libertor closed it. Nope. You sure? Yimi closed it. Stimmy Garcia. Like well, it sounds like a sailed loaner is the winner. There then. we go. Because Congrats that's an order. Sail loaner. And all that boring part will be cut out of the... A sa- more like a sailed winner. <laughs> <laughs> more like... Uh, Los Angeles Failgers. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, because we messed up on the la- on last week's winner, and if you're, if you're last oh, week's winner... You're right, Libertor did close it. You're yeah, right. I yeah. knew it. Man, right. you cuck. Yeah, I got it backwards, my bad. That's all right. Still, still the one. Yeah, un- unclassy. We, well, I guess we have to give it to him because we already said it. No, we already said it. You already yeah, won. yeah. Uh, email Sing us granny. podcast at dodgersnation.com or or message us here or something like that because we're bad and we messed up on last week's person. <laughs> bad at everything we do. So if you're last week's person who won, who I, whose name escapes me, hey, uh, Andrew, Andrew something or other, and no, Andrew, who Andrew. was the last name. You're that person. Email us, podcast at dodgersnation.com. Uh, send us a screenshot. Make sure it's you. We want to make sure we're uh, giving our things to the right person. Send us pictures of your feet so we know it's you. <sighs> the sale owner did note that he misspelled Bueller. Or they. I don't know who, who anybody is. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll end it on about that, guys. I hope you had some oh, fun. Yeah. Doug, in, in real life, this feels good, man. Hey, man, it's great to see you guys, man. Great to be back talking Dodger baseball, my favorite thing to do in the whole entire world. And uh, you guys are going to the game this week, so it's definitely really important, right? Yeah, it's going to be our, right. it's gonna be my first game since gonna be awesome. Since uh, Cody Bobblehead game in the 19 NLDS. Yeah. It's been which, a minute. Which was like two games before we lost or whatever. No, it was game two of the NLDS. If so. I don't get a Michelada sausage this time, I, 
<laughs> Stan Kasten is going to hear from my lawyer. Guys, get Brooke give Brooke up. your yeah. sausage. Oh, my right. God. Give it just, to me. Just do it. Oh, I want man. it all. Give it to me, Neil. Give it to me. <laughs> give it to me, Neil. But no, this is fun. It's a lot funner with you here, man, than struggling through the uh, the awfulness of Zoom and Skype and uh, and all the other things. But, guys, thanks for hanging out with us. You can see him all the time on our YouTube channel. You subscribe, YouTube.com slash Dodgers Nation TV. That subscribe button. Hit that subscribe button. Hit that notification <laughs> button. You used to say button, man. You got you to gotta stick with the script. You know? Button, button. <laughs> <laughs> and you can also find us on DodgersNation.com. The owner says he likes three ways. <laughs> all right. That's all the time we have. Uh, also, subscribe to our podcast. It's just about the same thing. It might be a little bit more cleaned up and with some ad breaks in there. Listen to them. It gets us paid. Blue Heaven is on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Player FM, Pandora. All the spots or podcasts are available to eat for free. Oh, you're so good at that. You're just so good at that. Guys, uh, I'm at Brook Me 3 Guys, Real FRG, you already know DMAC over there. You don't, have to, you, don't, you don't even have to question that. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're all over the place. We're at Dodgers Nation on Twitter, at Official Dodgers Nation on Instagram. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Thank you for your questions. Thank you for comments. Thank you to Doug for being here. Go Lakers. Go yeah, Dodgers. There we go. Reigning, defending, uh, undisputed, whatever he says <laughs> at the end of press conferences. Uh, Goodbye. Bye. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. Bring them home. Bring them home.